Hello. Hello. How you doing, man? Yeah, not bad. How are you? I'm good. I, I feel like a new man after having had my hair cut finally for the first wow. time in several Do you look like, Is that James? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like a shaved monkey. <laughs> yeah, I feel all right. You went to the barbers then, did you? Yeah, thankfully it wasn't a long wait. I was expecting to be queuing for like ages and ages and ages and be having to like fight old men called Keith who were adamant that they were before me in the queue. But no, I was there for like five minutes and I got a seat and I was like, sweet. Nice. Did they have their face mask, like shield things? No, they just had the, um, you know, the typical masks that people are wearing and things. And I, I, I don't normally try and start conversations with barbers. I'm like, just shut up and cut my hair. Um, but I tried to be sociable and he just pied me off with one word answers. Really? I, I'm never speaking to him ever again. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Even though he did a good job. <laughs> um, how long did he spend on your hair then? Did it I take re- long? I, I, I couldn't tell you, to be honest with you, mate. Um, there was a lot to cut off and, he, you know, he did a good job and I'm pretty happy with it, even though halfway through I was kind of like, what is he doing? This doesn't look right. I didn't feel right. Because he just kind of let the hair flop down here like a fringe. And I was like, I didn't ask for a fringe. Don't give me a fringe. But no, I feel good about it now. I feel good. Have you, good. Gone, have you gone to get it yet or are you just keeping at it as is? No, so I got it cut at home, um, which I was a bit sceptical over to begin with, because I had it cut to begin with first time, which wasn't very well, and second time was much better. And literally the second time I got it cut, I could actually go to people in the street, because I've got a dog and I walk the dog, and um, as you very well know, I've got a dog. Um, walk them and you know people speak to you because you've got a dog and they're actually sociable. So beforehand i was like oh i've got a hood up of an i need a hat or something like that now it's like oh yeah i can actually speak to you i've got the confidence to do it exactly yeah because i don't look like a homeless person (laughs) yeah i do have a home i promise (laughs) (laughs) i do actually have a roof to live under and not just a cardboard box (laughs) yeah so so what did you want to speak about today because i'll admit i've come very underprepared i was had a very busy day Mm. and about an hour ago i've got my first bit of food into my stomach and i haven't stopped since so if i'm lagging a little bit you've just been like yeah basically chimney just chucking food down a chimney is what nice my gut's been like yeah that is um what's it called intermittent fasting to the extreme (laughs) <laughs> yeah only one hour of eating in the day because <laughs> that's good for you isn't it yeah because that's how you're meant to do intermittent fasting <laughs> so yeah. I, I drew up a list earlier um and the first big headline that that caught my eye was Ghislaine Maxwell who was Jeffrey Epstein's partner for a long time even though that they, they never they never married although they were together for a long time uh she's recently been arrested by a uh, I think it was the F- FBI who okay. basically decided that she was a what's known as a flight risk so it was very possible that she could have fleed the country and then been protected by some somebody who's incredibly powerful in order to escape justice basically and so she's now been arrested and she's staying in I think the same prison block that Jeffrey Epstein stayed in 
I mean, you didn't really need to continue where I'm pretty sure everyone's thoughts would go to. Well, we're uh, going to find her dead very soon in a week or so, aren't we? Yeah, let's hope not. But um, yeah, I heard the news and I was actually quite glad that it's happened because, mm. as I said to you, I think in our previous podcast when we talked about this whole documentary, I said, well, why is it that she was providing him with all these girls? It's a bit weird. Mm. And um, when that happened i was like well no one's really paying any attention to her but she was like one of the main um figures who who was actually being controlled by him potentially i mean i don't know the whole um, story behind it um but it, it wasn't right and of course now the fbi uh or beforehand i don't know what they're doing but they're doing stuff in the background let's just hope that they're actually keeping her safe from people that are not supposed to be there exactly right like i saw a headline uh, which basically said that people who are close to her they were saying that they believed that she was going to turn everything over that she was going to turn over everything that she knew about jeffrey and about who was connected with him which i think is the probably the biggest revelation because we know that Clinton was connected to him, Bill Clinton, and uh, Prince Andrew as well. And there's only going to be more people. There's only going to be more. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was reading these um, articles saying that she's not going to rat out Prince Andrew because he gave her first break or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But she'll rat out the likes of um, Pierce Morgan and uh, whoever have many others I, yeah, never, yeah, yeah. I never heard his name mentioned really there's pictures of them together yeah um and of course with uh what's his name just mentioned him you just oh. said Piers Morgan no the other guy Prince Andrew Donald Trump uh Clinton sorry yeah Bill Clinton lost my train of thought this is where the food has just come into my yeah yeah and the blood's going to a different place um not that place before you say anything (laughs) (laughs) um Clinton where I even read an article saying that um Hillary's going to rat him out herself because she knows stories um and of course Bill had a fair or something i don't really know very well but of course in 2002 no so when he was president he basically got his dick sucked by his secretary wasn't there a prostitute though no 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 she was um oh what i don't know if she was exactly a secretary she basically worked in the white house and then he they ended up forming a bit of a relationship and she blew him and they're, they're, the Republicans, because he was a Democrat, put a massive inquiry into it. And they found that she did, in fact, suck his dick. Even, <laughs> though he, even though he came out and said in his dreary Southern accent... It, it didn't happen. Yeah, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> yeah, that's when um, Hillary turned crooked then, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? Oops. Fucking American politics, don't even get me started. Oh my god, it's mental. But the whole thing about her going in the same cell as Epstein, that's so shady, because surely... I don't know if it's the same same cell, but it's definitely the same prison. Well, even the same prison, like, surely if someone's already infiltrated at once and managed to get through to 
mm. the prisoner, it's not going to be too difficult doing it again. No, definitely not. Well, you'd hope if, you'd hope if it's the FBI that they're a little bit more on it than I don't know who arrested him beforehand. But you'd uh, hope that they it would have to be federal police, though, wouldn't it? Because it was done in a few states. It yeah, there were crimes committed in different states. You're right, actually. Yeah, so it wouldn't have been a uh, just a local sheriff or whatever. Mm. Okay, that's a good point, actually. But um, I, another thing I saw was the fact that he was... There's pictures of him and Ghislaine with Donald Trump and Melania as well. Oh, yeah, there's, there's a whole Trump quote. Do you not remember at the beginning of the Epstein doc? No. Oh, hang the on. The only one I remember is at the end when Donald Trump was like, oh, yeah. Um, what did he say? Jeffrey was always a shady man. I never trusted him. It's very no. bad. No, I saw no. something along those lines. Oh, that's, that's, that's such a Trump quote. But no, hang on. I, I think I've got it. Oh, come on, New York Times. Give it to me. It's a bit weird. Why do you ask <laughs> New York Times to do that? <laughs> Oh dear, he, t- Trump apparently said that he was a terrific guy. Um, I, oh yeah, I've known Jeff for 15 years, terrific guy. Hang on. I've known Jeff for 15 years, terrific guy. He's a lot of fun to be with. He even said that he likes beautiful women as much as I do, and many of them are on the younger side. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, on the younger side. That little bit reminded me of it. Yeah, oh. it's it's not good. But then again, didn't Trump say that he would date his daughter if it wasn't his daughter? Oh, he did. And there's so many creepy photos of Donald Trump with his daughter. Hang on. <laughs> do we want to see them? Yes, we do. We definitely want to see them. Melania photos. Oh, not Melania. Um, what's his daughter's I, name? I don't know. He's got like five of them, hasn't he? Donald Trump daughter. Oh God, this is my my search history. Oh, Ivanka, Ivanka. Not very American names, are they? No, but then his do- his wife is um Serbian or something, isn't she? Yeah, so like one of them countries. Uh, well, that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Looks like we're getting cancelled here, boys. Sorry. <laughs> what is that? Oh no! <laughs> is that his wife or his daughter? That's his daughter. That's definitely his daughter. Weird. Oh man. There's another one that I want to see if I can find. Yep, that one. There you go. That's her. Oh, oh. It's right. For the the people listening, it's a picture of Donald Trump and Ivanka. Ivanka is sat on the bed, basically next to him, kissing his neck. Uh, His his cheek, rather. I mean, she did look about 12 in that one. Oh, yeah, and she looks so young. <laughs> this is so fun. I wonder. I wonder if, because of course you you have the likes of Kevin Space, you have the likes of um, Pierce Morgan, you have the likes mm. of Bill Clinton, 
I'm sure there'll be so many more. It's, now it's just a matter of how many more, isn't it? If she's actually alive, that is, and she doesn't get murdered. Or, oh, sorry, she commits suicide. Mm, yeah, exactly, exactly. If she conveniently ends up committing suicide. <laughs> Jumping off a fucking one-metre bunk bed and killing herself by strangling herself. Yeah, because that's a very convenient way of killing yourself, that's, isn't that's it? That's very, very likely indeed. I don't know what you're on about. I've seen so many people die from those one-metre Well, jumps. it's just that one prison, actually. Those bunk beds are a bit slippery when you're on the top. You just kind of fall mm. off it and then... Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And you just end up, you know, landing on your chin... And, you know, that just breaks everything and then you can't breathe anymore. That's just how it is. <laughs> if we've got any American prison officers listening to this, they're definitely going after us. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, well. Right. <laughs> but the whole, basically, with Ghislaine, the whole thing's fucked and hopefully she's able to actually rat everyone out because that would be amazing if she could. I want to get everything. But- but also, it's very interesting because I don't think that she should get away with it. I feel like she will want immunity if she rats everyone out. And I don't think she should get away with it to rat everyone else out. Because she was the one who's essentially, pu- well, not pulling the strings, you know what I mean. But she was mm. the second person behind all that saga. Yeah, I mean, it's the price that you pay for actually revealing this kind of information, I guess. Because what you're basically trying to decide is, is it worth granting this person who did some bad things immunity in order to get information on how potentially hundreds of other people also committed terrible acts that's the trade-off that you have to make and that's the decision that um they'll have to decide basically i feel like i would want to know everything that happened and how it went down so that they can actually be arrested as opposed to um, going to just lock her up and then potentially not having all the information revealed. Well, I personally think she will wrap people up because you would want immunity, wouldn't you? Like if yeah. you knew that you would have been the only one essentially um, going in and you've got however many hundreds to potentially prove and get you out, you would wrap them out. So it's only a matter of, like you say, it's getting the right balance with making sure that she gets her way a little bit and then that the others get their way a little bit. And when I mean by getting their way, I mean spending enough time in prison um, to make them realise how horrific those acts are and what they've done. Exactly, yeah. So... (laughs) I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on now. Did you also see what happened with uh, Huawei? Because Huawei is obviously this uh, Chinese um, phone manufacturer. And they were going to be a part of the UK building 5G. And yeah. the UK government has now decided that Huawei is no longer going to be a part of this. And you're, you're, you're smiling a lot there, Dan. What have you I, I'm, I'm giggling to myself. <clears throat> I've heard a lot of pronunciations of that word of the oh, Chinese yeah? broadband company or phone company. How should I be saying it? I don't know what's the right <laughs> way. I just find it funny every way every different person pronounces it as. How do you say it? I thought it was ho way. Ho way. <laughs> See, there's no right or wrong, is there? <laughs> 
Oh, that's brilliant. But no, they're they're um, not going to be included in building 5G, um, which doesn't come as much as a surprise to me, given the fact that, uh, you know, all the security concerns that come along with letting a Chinese state-owned company build, like, be a part of your infrastructure. Because we've also seen them be banned in Canada over security concerns, and they arrested Huawei's, oh, God, it was like cheap, CFO or something like that and China retaliated by arresting a bunch of random Canadians in order to get back at them that's, that's how <laughs> that they do it sounds very Chinese and it sounds very Chinese um, yeah I, I don't think they should have been let here in the first place and I know Boris Johnson got his fair share of shit when he said that they can be part of the UK infrastructure and then they of course went back over that decision as they have been doing over quite a few decisions over the last few months really um but looking at it it, they shouldn't have had any access to it in the first place no they shouldn't simply put they can't be trusted um there is shady communist chinese party sponsored um company which i personally don't trust and i think it puts a lot of um cyber security threat on the west if you let them come into the um infrastructure here Mm. Yeah, because there's when when you're we're talking about a Chinese company, it's completely different to other companies. So if we use the example of Apple, for example, um, the U.S. government uh, confiscated managed to confiscate an Apple iPhone that was used by a terrorist of some form, and they had it, and they wanted Apple to give over to be able to unlock it so that they could see all the data that was inside it. And yeah. Apple basically refused because they didn't want the, the government to be able to get into every single iPhone and see yeah. everything, even though they're spying on everyone anyway. Yeah. Um, so Apple, Apple was able to say no, but Huawei is owned by the Chinese government <laughs> and, there are, and they have strong links to Chinese officials. Like they can't say no because then they'll they'll just someone will strong arm strong arm them they'll be kicked out of their job and then they'll just get access anyway it won't be kicking out of the job it'll be a gun to the head you give us the details if you don't give us the details that's it there's not really much suicide yeah or having a very convenient heart attack it's um it's one of those things where it's been done by the communists in the ex-soviet union 30 odd years ago Mm-hmm. on now it's being done by the chinese um, communist party which they funnily enough have a democracy in china that communist party wins at every single election by like a country mile um mm-hmm. it, it's just not a party that you can trust especially when everything that's been going on for the last few months when they have basically been paying the who not saying they have but there is potential to it to cover up this whole shit that's caused to the world so if you've got a party doing that, either they're making it in the lab or they're trying to cover it up, either way, they're at fault. Yeah. You've got to have some kind of scenario where there is a lack of trust. Yeah, yeah. I mean, going on from your thought about the WHO, there is some plausibility to that because, oh, who's the head of the WHO? It's Tedro something or other. He's... He's from Ethiopia 
and basically China has been funding a bunch of projects in Ethiopia to kind of build up their their infrastructure and everything like that. So there is definitely um, some, in in my mind, uh, there's some credibility to the thought that they could be influencing him. And the the one thing as well that made me laugh as well was when some uh oh some who official who was quite high up was asked about taiwan he said oh yes all the areas of china are doing really well with this pandemic even though taiwan is not a part of china he, he and then he just refused to answer the question and just logged off well it, it's just the same thing we talked about corruption within fifa mm. this is very much corruption just within an organization that's political you've got the um wife of Oh, what's his name? Is it Zhang Ping or whatever the Xi Jinping? Uh, that's that's it. The Prime Minister President um, equivalent of China. Of, the, of China. His wife is one of the lead ambassadors for WHO. Really? Like, yeah. It, I didn't know that. Fuck. Yeah. It, the conspiracy in there. It, it, again, like we we're saying, chronism. If hired a mate to be a um, an ambassador that mate is going to go pull some strings for you and we're going to cover up against the rest of the world to cover our asses basically about what we're doing wrong. And it's horrific because it's only going to get worse and worse with what they're doing in the South China Sea. They're just taking over it and it, the whole world's just not really batting an eye on it. I it, mean, we, we, could, we could spend a, a whole hour talking about some of the dodgy things the Chinese government has done. And I mean included within that is what they're doing with the Uyghurs in uh, Western China. Do you know about this? Not heard about it. You might. Oh, Oh, so there's a fucking awesome documentary by Vice. I know Vice is kind of, they, they, they do, they cover a lot of shit, but this documentary was fucking amazing. Um, Uyghurs are basically a Turkic population within China in Western China. So they're kind of more related to like Turkmenistan and kind of those former post-Soviet countries. And their main religion, obviously, is uh, Islam. Now, the Chinese government is technically an atheist society. And they've... And, had... uh, yeah, I know where you're going with this now. You've mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. This leads on to those concentration camps that they've set up because they want independence from China in the same way that Tibet also wants independence from China because they want to be able to practice their religion and live freely as well. So there's, there's clear evidence um, that China has been putting these people into concentration camps and re-education camps, like the Vietnamese did after their war. And now there are reports coming up that they're also sterilizing them, which is fucked beyond belief. Well, it's just like the... Um residents of Hong Kong, they want independence, but they're not getting it because the Chinese are doing whatever they want. So it's, it, it's the Chinese trying to become the most powerful nation in the world and mm. trying to have all the power in everything, whether it's um, manufacturing, whether it's infrastructure, in anything possible, and to run out of the Western world, basically, where the rest of the world will be dependent on them. With how things are going, that's probably going to be how it is going to be um, in, what, I would say 20 years, if that. Do you know what? I, I was thinking about this earlier. Like the 19th century, that was the real rise of the British Empire, right? 
and then the 20th century saw the fall of that by sort of the 20s right and then you saw the rise of the US as the world's um, leading empire I guess now we're still seeing the US start to fall and now China is starting to really expand and exert its its influence so so i really do believe that china is going to be the next world superpower in 30 years which is a scary prospect given what you know shitty things they've done and will continue to do until someone stands up to them well you say someone it's going to be a <laughs> nuclear bomb that's going to have to stand up to do you really do you really think that well it will be won't it when you there think will be a conflict it. They're trying to do things their own way. And it's a very, well, in my opinion, it's a very wrong way of going about things. You're not really going to have peace with killing people and covering things up and doing whatever you want to do. Whether that's the right thing that previous empires have done or not, that's something that you can learn from it. Um, but they're not going to care because they, they're just doing whatever they want to do to get to that power. And someone who is from the Western world it is a very scary thing. You're only going to get one person like as you say stand up to them a little bit more and then it's going to piss off the chinese with what boris is saying now to the hong kong residents that he's going to allow um them to reside here and now the mm. chinese are saying oh don't get involved so it's like mm. well hang on a second there's already something rising there there's going to yeah. be a bit of friction within the uk um and the chinese and then it's not going to be long until the Americans are going to have even more friction with the Chinese. Mm. Whoever the next president is going to be of the US is going to have a lot of problems with the Chinese. And it's going to rise up like that with EU potentially. With, you know, if they, the countries within the EU are going to actually stand up to human rights and going to stand up to what's right, it's only going to get worse and worse and worse. So with that regard, I don't really see the conflict getting any better. And people saw, you know, Iran and North Korea and all these countries being threatening, and which they, they are to a mm -hmm. certain extent, but the Chinese are getting to be more threatening and more scary than anyone can imagine because the Chinese, have, think, have more people in their um, cybersecurity um, department in the reserves or something like that than the US Army has alone in their um cyber security full stop uh, very wrong not very wrong sorry very um vague details but the numbers of people that are in the chinese army overpopulate the number of people in the american army and it's just little things like that where um I'm going slightly off topic now but where um the innovation begins in the western world and then it's sent out to china to be manufactured there's no um, patent laws or copyright laws in China where they can just copy it. They don't need to innovate it. They literally can just copy it and they've got a product out of nothing. It's mm. so easy and simple for them to innovate a rocket that's been innovated by the Western world, for example, um, where how do, does the Western world battle its own weapons when they can just do them in a click of a finger? Yeah, I mean, we've seen that with um, with cars, for example, where um they'll just straight up steal copies of excuse me of western cars like uh, i remember minis were one and bmws were another and they and they just and they were sued for it and the chinese government went we don't know what you're on about and mm. they just kept on doing it but i don't know whether the us would 
intentionally outsource that kind of thing whether they would say we're going to build rockets and things over there that probably wasn't extreme that example but you got my point with with technologies and things like that yeah yeah you've got how you know all the apples where are they built they're they're built in china Mm. it literally says on the back of them it says designed in california built in china or manufactured in china which says it all really if they manufacture them in china what says that the chinese people can't actually um uh break into the apple systems and read what people with iphones send to each other do you know what i mean it's not rocket science i don't think when you've been manufacturing so many products for so many years in one country where if someone really wanted to crack it it wouldn't be too hard well do you know, do you know the other thing that leads on to as well was because India banned TikTok, which is a Chinese app. I mean, if you don't know about TikTok, then get on it, boomer. But, um, don't get on it. <laughs> no, TikTok's funny, man. I like it. It's the humor on there because it's it's basically I think of it like moving memes. Like it's the humor there is really sarcastic, and I I, I love it so much. Um, but basically, India's banned TikTok. I'm pretty sure Australia might have banned it as well. But um, yeah, you know, they're, they're talking about the US is weighing up whether or not to ban TikTok, which is obviously owned by the Chinese state. So again, there's another security risk there. So we're just going to see more and more of this as time goes on. Yeah, it's really sad. But like you say, it's going to get worse um, until it's going to get to a Donald Trump or something like that to say, <laughs> do you know what? The Chinese virus has done enough. China's bad. <laughs> and he's going to press the big red button because he's going to think it's funny. And then that will be it for all of us. <laughs> Your Trump accent. <laughs> it was really good, wasn't it? Oh, mate. You, I'd, I'd give up the day job. Just, just I've been, that for a living. That's it. I've been practicing. I haven't been sleeping. I've been practicing at night. Looking at the mirror and doing the Donald Trump accent. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. Um, no, but, I, I, you know, one thing I will give you is that Donald Trump is quite funny at times. <laughs> like, he called... Go on. That's what, that's what his public demeanour is about, isn't it? It's getting the publicity. It doesn't matter if he's stupid, if he's... I mean, I was going to say smart, but he's never smart, so... He's never smart. <laughs> um, yeah, all, all these stupid stunts are all about publicity. It's just about him being mentioned in the media. And that's what he is about. I saw, um, before you continue, sorry, I saw this um, uh, news reporter saying that when she met Donald Trump, he was literally asking her about all these things and he literally wanted to come across as someone who was interested in her purely because she was a news reporter and he knew how to appeal to her. So she would be like, oh, Donald Trump this, Donald Trump that. And she would go and write about him and talk about him. And he, and he very well knew how to play along to the people in the media who had some sort of say. So then they would be um, playing off him and you know, giving him that publicity that he wants. Mm. Yeah, because they're more likely to put people on that they actually like rather than, um, yeah, rather than just some, like, like Bernie, for example. They don't really like Bernie. And you rarely see any of his stuff reported ever his good and his bad i think he's a bit too extreme for america 
Um, Which is crazy when you think about it. Yeah, I don't really pay too much attention to American politics, I've got to say so. Fair um, um, <laughs> I, I just don't want to lose brain cells, to be honest. It's either one extreme or the other, in my opinion. Uh, don't kill me, but um, <laughs> all I'm saying is that in America, it's all about campaigning, isn't it? If you're good at campaigning, that's all that really matters. Exactly. And that is, you've obviously got things like name recognition and how much you can get on to certain platforms to promote yourself and things like that. So mm. that, that's, that's another big thing. But um, coming back to the whole China thing, I mean... Yeah, went a little bit off topic, though. <laughs> as we always do. It's fine, it's fine. What I was getting at with Huawei and all of that is that the Chinese government could basically just infiltrate our social media and everything just like that because of um them being involved in the setup of of our 5g which apparently is causing coronavirus is it not i thought it was <laughs> yeah i i helped burn down that radio tower a couple of months ago that was that was a big deal because <laughs> you remember that was a conspiracy yeah it was it's quite funny oh um, man people will really believe anything won't they well, in about 10 years' time, we'll see if it's true or not. We'll probably know even then. I mean, you'd hope we would know by about a year's time or so. Yeah. Well, let's hope by a year's time, life's going to be back to normal. Oh, I would really hope so. I want to be able to travel again. I want to be able to live again. <laughs> you you really... I was literally saying it to my girlfriend today. I made a really, really bad joke because all I do, um, the most human interaction I get is basically speaking to a few people at work. And that's very much the most I get. And I made a very bad joke today. And I realized how lame my jo my jokes have gotten because oh, I literally God. have no socialization. And I went, <laughs> oh, I've, I've changed so much. Oh, I had that absolutely. Each time with my family, I try and make a joke. It just falls flat on its face. Maybe I'm just not funny in general, but... <laughs> it could be that. <laughs> just give this up now. Just stop. <laughs> I just remembered, by the way, I know we've moved away from the topic, um, yeah. but we talked about um, Epstein's uh -huh. girlfriend and whatnot, whatever her name is, Maxwell. Um, and of course, the Madeleine McCann case was brought back up again. It had the billionth time in however many years that just, yeah, still going on. Um, she looks very much like the suspect they're looking for in that case, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, she, uh, there was an Australian woman who, um, I don't know if you saw the Madeleine McCann documentary on Netflix. Yes. Yeah, so there's a bit in it where there's a man in Barcelona. He gets asked by a woman, uh, do you have my baby? And this was on the night, I believe, of McCann's disappearance or maybe the day after. Okay. And um, she's an Australian woman and she looks so similar to uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Um, and, you know, people are putting two and two together in terms of, like, the pictures and uh, the fact, obviously, that... Um, she's a pedo. Yeah, the fact that she's a massive fucking nonce. <laughs> and so, you know, people are thinking, well, is this where Maddie's gone? Which would be mental. 
if that were to be true. I would be surprised if she's still alive. I'm not going to lie, as sad as it sounds. Yeah. Um, my theory is, basically, right? You ready for it? Go on. So you know her parents were, or still are, doctors? Yeah, her dad's um, a GP, I think. Yeah. So I reckon, because the girl was so tired, um, they drugged her or something along those lines, gave her a bit of whatever, too much of it. She was out of it. Um, and they realised they gave her too much, that she was, like, too out of it. Um, they wanted to go out, of course, that night. That's where they gave her that drug or whatever the reason was, uh, whatever the treatment, I think I should say, was um, for her to be tired. So they went, realised that she was too drugged up. She could potentially die. And him being a GP, he could have lost his licence if that was to happen, you know, let alone go to prison and all that stuff. So they just went, oh, well, let's just sell her. Um, and I, I, I don't know. People are weird. Like we were saying, you know, people rape kids. And if you get a bit of money when the amount of recognition that they got and the amount of money they got to pay off all their mortgages, the amount of money they got to, you know, go on these holidays afterwards and apparently that they miss Maddie and all that went and yeah. That's crazy. That's do you think that do you think that's too extreme? I don't I don't definitely don't think they would have sold her. But I, you know the fact that they the idea that they may have overdosed her on some kind of sleeping pill or whatever is mm. entirely possible. Um how much I mean right so to, for the, for this to have happened, they would have had to get there, realise that she was not waking up, and they'd have had to have taken her where and given her to whom exactly, and what would they have done with the body? Because she's presumed to be dead by this point. Well, you saw um, him, or you didn't see, but there was someone who said that they... Think that they saw him with a blonde girl walking out of the oh, hotel room, whatever, and she was very sleepy on his arm, or whatever it was. He had her in his arms, and they walked away. At that point, she could have been dead, and he could have placed her somewhere by the beach until the morning, until they sorted all their things out. Um, maybe she wasn't dead. Maybe she was just in a critical condition where they didn't want to um, go to the authorities with it because he is or was a GP. And he could have gone into so much shit for doing that. They just went, oh, well, we'll just, you know, we'll get away with it. And they took us up to some backstreet doctor or whatever. And then him, I, I don't know. I, I don't think details. I just think the generic. And I, I'm just trying to paint a picture for you what could have happened. Because it is a very big possibility. Him being a GP, he would have had some sort of, um, of a powerful position word got out of hand before they went on holiday oh there's this bloke called jeremy jeff epstein whatever his name is he does finances if you never need finances but they've had a few drinks you, you never know do you world's small I think yeah but you know I, I really do question whether he would have been that well connected to jeffrey would have been able to to, to connect to 
someone might like not have been, Epstein. He might not have been Jared, uh, whatever his name is, Epstein, um, but it could have been someone who was a mutual friend of either of them, and it could have had some sort of connection. You, you don't know what goes on in that rink of people where the twisted thoughts of these people could lead on to some weird shit. Mm. That would be a very, very elaborate um, way of guessing this child. It might be a little bit too complicated for what I'm saying, but I, how else would they have known um, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell? H- how would she have been connected to being a suspect in Madeleine McCann's case? Mate, well, well, okay, I'm going to try and come up with a, a storyline for how she could have been involved. Yep. Because because there were reports on the week of Maddie's disappearance of um, creepy men kind of lurking around the city, the town that they were in. And there was an incident where a man broke into a, a house, was looking at this woman's uh, child and then as she came downstairs. And then he obviously ran away as soon as she saw him without without taking the child, thankfully. So there's evidence that there were men that were clearly out to um, abduct children that week. So, and then there's a report that, you know, the woman that saw the man carrying the young blonde child walking away, there's a report that that man supposedly looked like the man that was in the woman's house earlier in the week. So there's, you know, there's a potential link there. So then you're looking at um, basically the idea that this man could have been paid to abduct children for a wide, a larger network. So could, was that potentially a part of an Epstein network or was it some seedier um, network that um, we don't, that we're just not aware of yet? And I think that's much more, to me, that's much more plausible and um, much more likely to happen than someone having a direct link to Epstein. But it's, it's a, it's a it, uh, well, not, not a cool thing to think about, but it's uh, an interesting thought experiment to see how they could have been linked together. Yeah, and it could, you know, as you say, we'll, we'll probably never know. Um, and if we do... Which is very we'll sad. Could be a mixture of both. Could be completely wrong thoughts, and yeah. it could have been a complete um, weird situation where they couldn't have um, met each other there, and it was a coincidence that they did. I, I, we don't know, do we? So exactly, it's just, all just thoughts. Exactly, just throwing ideas out there. Yeah, that's dangerous, isn't it? I know, right? We could get cancelled for this shit. <laughs> I think we're being quite mild as well. We could go off and massive oh oh events. oh oh we we could we could oh well what, what we need to get ten listeners and then we can actually talk about this shit. We've got nine listeners. That's quite <laughs> impressive. <laughs> no 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 that's that's my listener aim before we can actually talk about this shit. That's my aim. I thought it was three listeners: me, think... you, and me. <laughs> and you're just and you just repeating it. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, I feel like that's a good point on which to end this episode. 
Um, yeah, and if you are the fourth or fifth or sixth listener, or you know, if we're being really lucky, could be the seventh. Thank yeah. you very much for listening. Um, this episode was a little bit different to what we would um, do. I think they're a little bit rarer than the um, sport ones or the um, film or series um, commentaries that we do and all that sort of stuff. So thank you very much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it and tune in for more. Yeah. Cheers if you got to this point. Uh, we'll see you again next time. Cheers. <laughs>